Grammys, we have a very exciting bonus episode for you today that we just recorded this morning with a very special guest. Her name is Hannah Brown, and we are going to be talking about all things Vanderpump Rules and that iconic, disgusting, heart-wrenching finale that aired last night. Hannah Brown is an LA-based actor, content creator, and host. When she's not oversharing on TikTok, she co-hosts a Gossip Girl podcast called You Know You Love Us. In her free time, she enjoys hashtag bed culture, smut, and putting together outfits to trick herself and others into thinking she has her shit together. Her self-imposed big three are Martin Short Sun, Valerie Cherish Moon, and Bonnie Hunt Rising. Enjoy the episode with Hannah Brown. Oh my gosh, hi! Hannah. How are you doing? Good. How the hell are you doing? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing physically? Spiritually. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm weathered. I'm exhausted. I'm unwell. Same. We literally woke up and we were like, we feel slightly hungover, but like not sure if it's from the wine, if it's from the emotions. I know. I couldn't watch that shit sober. No way. Oh, no. absolutely not. But I did put it on this morning again. Yes, we've had to watch like little snippets. Yeah. Oh, same. There's just so much to unpack. And I like took notes and even now I'm still like, shit, did I like, there's just so much. We're going to get through it together. We are. We're here for support. Are you in LA? I am. Oh, Where are you guys? We're in LA too. We're on the West side. Oh my God. I didn't know that. That's so fun. Put in person next time. Yeah, I like never venture to the West Side, but anytime I do, I'm like, it's so nice over here. Where are you? It's really dark. I'm in Valley Village. Oh. I'm in the eye of the storm. Oh my God, the scene of the crime. I... The scene of the crime. Raquel wow. lives like a stone's throw from my home. Stop <gasps> it. So I used to live in the building that Katie lives in now. The one right next to Gelson's? Yes, exactly. Like right off of um, Laurel Canyon. Well, I'd know it from a mile away. When I saw the exterior shot, I was just like triggered. Triggered, truly. Oh gosh, it looks like a decent building though. Like there's probably some amenities. Yeah, it was nice. Like we had washers <laughs> fire. Yeah. I mean, you need it. You need it in the valley. You do. It's so true. How long have you been in LA? Five years. Oh my gosh, almost to the day. How long have y'all been here? Oh God. It will be 11 years for me next month. I know. It's almost 10 years for me too. I'm like, how the hell? It flies by though. Where are you from originally? I'm from Arkansas originally. And I'm Claire, by the way. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm Tess. Um, I'm from the Bay Area. Cute. I love that. Um, wait, where in Arkansas? I have to ask. Um, I'm from Fayetteville, Springdale. It's Northwest Arkansas. I have a friend from there. What, what's their name? Tyler Meredith. I don't think I know Tyler, but I feel like you usually know like everyone. Truly in Arkansas, like we all know everyone, each other. It's not that. Oh my God. What a small freaking world. At least you're from like the coolest part of Arkansas. That is true. When people say they've been to Little Rock, I'm like, "Mm, please don't say that. Yeah, don't. You need to go check out Northwest Arkansas. No, a Fayetteville sleigh. A Fayetteville sleigh. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for understanding, Hannah. (laughs) But we're so happy that you're doing this episode with us. Yes. Thank you. Multiple times on everything iconic we love love danny love that podcast you're hilarious as well of course yes and we were like she just seems like she's one of us and yeah. we need to like pick her brain a little bit oh my god thank you so much for having me i'm so excited and honored to be here truly uh, we're just what is your relationship like with bravo 
Uh, it's a long-term relationship at this point because I started watching it in high school, which I hate aging myself, <laughs> but it was in like, it was in like 2000, I would say like 2007, 2008 was when I really started my love affair with Bravo. Okay. It started with Roni. Mm. And then when I was in college and Vanderpump Rules came out, I was like, oh, wait a goddamn minute. These people are like closer in age to me. And here's the sick thing. I was young and impressionable. I looked up to them. I was like, they're doing what I want to do. I want to be a model slash actor. And I want to move to LA and work at a hot girl restaurant. Like I wanted to be them. That was the dream for all of us. And like being able to carry around mini wine bottles everywhere you went, like the early days of Dodie. Oh my God. Was our pioneer. Truly. Sad to say. Yeah. I know. I know. Okay. So so VPR was like, you were watching it from the beginning in real time. Oh, yes. I mean, I, and I think I think the most amazing thing about this current season is they're, they were in a flop era for a long time. <sighs> I was like, cancel the show enough already. Like the season with like Max and Danica and Dana, like, and I, as a person, I know her IRL, but like, I just, that season, like, I forget that it happened because it just felt like a totally different show and not it, the VPR that we knew and loved. No, it was so dark. Like the lizard funeral was so bad. Yes. I don't even want to go back there. I actually started from the beginning as well, but I couldn't watch season nine. And I was like, we're done. We're done here. Yes. Yes. Um. So I feel like what's so good about this season is it feels like that 2010, 2007, like oh, Bethany God. crying against a car energy of just like, oh my God, I can't believe we get to witness these like raw, brutal moments of humanity. Exactly. It's so true. I've had an interesting relationship with VPR because I've been at Housewives and Summer House, mm-hmm. Bravo, Bravo Girly, mm-hmm. and I watched Vanderpump until two months ago. I started from the beginning. I got up to halfway through season six last week, and then I jumped to 10. So it has been my world for two months, like very contained, very intense. I did tell Tess, I was like, enjoy this while you have it because of season eight and nine and like some of seven too. So, so yeah, so there are some things that I'm like lizard funeral, not sure what you're talking about. I'll probably get there next week. You don't need to know. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's new, but it's, um, I fell in love very quickly and was really ashamed. I didn't get in sooner. We're just happy to have you. Oh God. I I was going to say you've arrived. I feel like I'm fully like in, in the Bravo world now. Like that was the one Mm -hmm. part holding me back that I always had shame about. (laughs) No more shame. No more shame. Have you ever been at Sir or Pump or Tom Tom? Oh yes. With all of the stuff? I've eaten at Sir Pump and Tom Tom. I have tried to go to Schwartz and Sandy's three times. It is a fucked up place. Can I just go on a tangent here? Yes. Go off. I used to live in that neighborhood in the like Los Feliz area. So I'm familiar with Franklin Village. They misrepresent what that bar is on TV like so much. It's not like it's around the corner of Franklin in a strip mall next to like tail waggers. Tail waggers. I used to take a cat there. Oh, yeah, there you go. And you did. Of course you did. And the fucked up thing is that they're trying to create like WeHo culture in a neighborhood that like does not give a fuck about it. So like the times I've tried to go there, they're like, do you have a reservation? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to grab a drink at the bar. They're like, well, those seats are reserved as well. I'm like, we're not in WeHo, bitch. Like no one wants to deal with that here. So I literally left. I'm like, this is harrowing. No, be grateful that I am here. Literally. Do Schwartz and Sandy and WeHo, where they try and just to like 
get out of the neighborhood or was it like a rent thing? I don't know. Cause I would imagine rent in Franklin village is, is nothing to sneeze at. Maybe it's not as insane as like Santa Monica and Robertson, but right. Right. Well, pump is no longer, I mean, as of uh, July. I don't trust that. I really don't. I feel like this is one of like this restaurant is on national international television people come from all over the world and you can't afford rent you have a conspiracy theory don't you i just think that something ain't right with the finances with the vanderpumps and i'm concerned i uh, and they're selling their house they're selling villa rosa are they actually what no financially something, something is amiss oh something no is amiss. Something is missed. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's been giving house like house of cards, not in the Netflix way. Like, like Lisa's life is a house of cards. Like this whole fucking time. Literally. She was so odd not to jump around, but on not on the finale, but the one before she might, someone said that she might've been wasted. Like, cause it was her birthday and she was day drinking, but I was like, I felt like they shot her up with some uppers and then shoved her out. I've never seen her like that before. No, literally when she, <laughs> okay. There's two moments that my fiance and I have been reliving over and over. There's the moment where she bursts into something about her and she goes, there's something about her. Everyone's just like, Hey, <laughs> like terrified, like jump scare. Jump and then there's a moment in her confessional where she goes, you want something done? Ask a man. You want something done? Right. I was going to slurs. She slurs. Drinking a little bit more to compensate for some struggles in her life. Right. Some stress. Oh right. God. I mean, it's just, if you see something, say something. So I'm saying something. Say it. And it's yeah. Awesome. There is something about her. There is something about her. Thank you for that. Wow. Okay. So in your journey with VPR, have you always had the same favorite people? Has it changed like from start to, to now? What's your relationship like with the characters? Uh, I, in season one, hated Stassi like violently. I was like, she's <laughs> such a bitch. Like, who is this person? Season two, I became a hardcore Stas head. We also I became. I was a Khaleesi for a long time. Yeah. And then, you know, 2020 happened and there was like a great reckoning that, you know, everyone had. And I was like, mm, I don't think I can stand Stassi anymore. I know. The thing about Stassi, though, is she has an X factor that even at her worst, she's very watchable. Yeah, um, so true. And, and I don't think everyone on the show necessarily has that. So my current favorites, I love me some Sheena Shea. And I've had, we love Shishi. And I've had some really like off moments with Lala where I'm like, God, you're fucking annoying, but I'm back on Lala now. And obviously I love Ariana and plot twist. I'm obsessed with Katie now. So Tess, talk about your journey. So, you know, because I've watched it. So in just a matter of really weeks, it felt like <laughs> the entire, almost the entire series. I had a really hard time with Katie and still in my like mid season six, I am quite frustrated with her. I think mm -hmm. so her like I'm right you need to and I know Schwartz is very toxic with her and like we can get to that but I think her whole disposition of like if you don't agree with me then you hate me it like reminds me of like something in like being a teenager you know yeah everyone is just so like you're either like with me or against me and I find her very immature but then watching season 10 and I know I have so much to go I'm like god you have grown and like 
I now really feel for you of what you went through in this relationship. Yeah, I, I was telling Tess at the beginning when I was watching at the beginning, hated Katie, like just the worst. And I think uh. with all of the characters, with James, with Jax, it's like with time you grow, they become family. And so you're like, I might not like you, but I love you. Wow. And I'm so into yes. you. But Katie really has, I'm with you. I've come a long way with Katie. She was actually right. a server at Sir when I went in like 2013, mm. so... Oh, was she an amazing server? Um, sure. You know, she did her job. We got the blackberry cobbler and that's enough for me. Hey, that's all you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, wait, also, I'm sorry. I feel like I-, I can't believe I forgot DJ James Kennedy. Like he's top of the top. Like I've been obsessed with him forever and everyone's coming around to him now. And I'm like, look, I know he said fucked up things. Okay. Like here's sure. the thing about James Kennedy. He has like three to four insults. He'll call you fat, old, <laughs> like stupid and like a bitch or a whore like sure he loves the slut the whore yeah yeah but like he's not the one like creeping around people's backs and ruining people's lives like at least what you see is what you get where you're like james you're being such a piece of shit right now but he's so fucking funny that like all is forgiven which might be really annoying like i know Kristen still fucking hates him but i'm like i'm sorry Kristen. he's really fun to watch that's fair he's a confessional king are you sexually attracted to him Mm. i wasn't but now last night in the finale, when he was on the phone talking to Raquel, he was in this like black t-shirt and his neck is giving like Marvel. Like it's so thick now. It is is giving Marvel. His body has like, I mean, he just filled out a little bit. And he's tan. And he was like, Raquel, you fucking serious. You're going to blow up your life over some smelly Sandoval cock, some stinky 40 year old cock. I was like, he's the funniest. He's the hottest person I've ever met in my life. He's like, can't believe you're so bloody stupid. Okay. Bye. If we needed that James. impression is really good. That was great. Thank you. I also love how high his voice gets around Allie. He's like, Allie, you look so beautiful. You look so cute. Raquel, you're so stupid. Like, it's so aggressive. Allie is his little, like, unicorn princess. I like, love Allie. I think she's using him to get on the show, and I am okay with that. And I love her. And as she, she was... She was she was the whistleblower. I think we should all get tarot card readings together with Allie. I just love nothing more than that. Where does she do it? virtually like oh virtually oh I really want to meet her in person yeah we like we will do it in person yeah for sure also what's June is it what's happening on June 13th thinking of uh VPR in-person events that we talked about last night oh um James Kennedy see you next Tuesday oh yeah we want to go we tried to reserve happy hour but they're not even opening up reservations Oh my God, we're going. We're going. So we were like, should we just stand in line at like 5 p.m. and just be those those people? Yes. Have you ever seen him perform live? No. Have you? Oh yeah. Yeah. You guys, I like right when I moved to LA, like the first thing I did was I went to see you next Tuesday. Oh my God. What was it like? I mean, first of all, like, you know, sir is like the size of like Harry Potter's like closet under the stairs. Like it's very (laughs) tiny. Oh, well, we'll go. I know we have to. It's, it's small. I mean, that front area where they like film the most is like actually pretty small. So it gets pretty cramped and like, it's the worst service you've ever had, the worst drinks you've ever had, but James really does know how to get the party started. You know, I appreciate that passion he has. And I always feel a little sad when people minimize it because it's like, we all have dreams. We're all, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to make it in this goddamn place. Yeah. And he seems like a hard worker. He He is. is. He really is. And he stayed consistent with it. And that's the hardest thing to do. So the entire time we will Mm -hmm. support him. We will. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I know we've been jumping around, but should we get into some, some thoughts about last night? Do you have any like first thoughts? 
Uh, my first thought, God, I mean, I have so many. It's like, what is my first thought? Uh, Tom Sandoval's crying against the window. <laughs> I saw a tear on his face a total of one time, but he floppy air quote cried like seven times. And he let those tears fall. Like he, he was pushing them out. And when he was standing over there, he was like, am I in my light? Like he was ready yes. to go. The difference of Ariana wiping away tears because she doesn't want to be see- like she's vulnerable and him just letting them drop and being like, I'm going to do this look to get me a job. Mm-hmm. No, they are like, honestly, it's giving, you know, I'm an actor. And so I went to acting school and like, he's giving like the worst boy in acting school who like, oh. I would have bullied at a party. Like he would have started like playing the ukulele at a party and I'd be like, fucking leave. Like, I hate you. And like your tears. We are- all know. We all know. We always talk about like, the- I was a theater kid as well. <gasps> or theater kid energy. While it can be endearing, the other side of it is so troubling. Like owning a sword. Like a oh, samurai sword, owning a sword, and you know, going into a monologue with no one when you're talking about something completely off topic. Yeah, it's like he gives that energy. Yes, like just like peak darkness. Mm-hmm. Peak darkness. Yeah, I mean that. Do you think that was the first time that they had talked, Ariana and Sandoval, when they sat down, or do you think there had already been explosions after explosions, like in that sort of way? I feel like they probably had like a gnarly talk, like the night that she found the FaceTime. And then I have in my heart and soul, I want to believe that this was the first time they talked since that night. Well, she said it was hours of footage, like cut down into. I'm sure she was like, I'm not speaking to you unless there's other people there and everyone can catch what, you know, the world. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Also, it's like I just my heart really broke for her. Like I I cried. Did y'all cry during the episode? Yes, we did. I really didn't realize like how like impactful their relationship was on us as viewers because it's like we watched them like fall in love and like like make it work and even though like he like it was really messy with Kristen it was like oh it was all worth it because like they're clearly meant to be together and we watched them for so long and I'm just like uh, to be Ariana and to think like oh once upon a time like you looked at me that way and you cared about me that way like just breaks my fucking heart and he never once in that scene said sorry I have chills he even thinking about was it. was looking at her with such hatred. <gasps> no remorse. It was, I hate you. Yeah. And it's so dark. And I think he couldn't apologize because in his head, he's still like, I love Raquel. And so if I say sorry to you, I'm then going to have to say sorry to her for saying that to you. Like he is prioritizing her. So he's giving nothing to Ariana. He also said at one point, I couldn't tell Ariana because it would blindside Raquel or something like that. Or And, and I want to apologize because Ariana is calling her Rachel from Watch What Happens Live. And oh, yes. Follow her. I lead on that. would love to follow that as well. But it's just so gross. It's like you're still prioritizing Rachel's feelings over Ariana's. Mm-hmm. And what this was so dark when he said, you know what? I love that she treats me with fucking respect, something I haven't gotten from you in years. And I'm like, this is giving like creepy, abusive, like I want to control my woman. I like a woman who I can control, which honestly, yep. Jack said on Watch What Happens Live, like that Sandoval likes Raquel because he can manipulate her. Oh, 100%. And like the way that he's doubling down to her and having no fucking humility about it and making her feel like she has ruined the relationship. Thus, he had no choice when, but to do this. It's like when she asked him, when are you going to see her? And he just said tomorrow and such like casually cruel in the name of being honest. It is <gasps> there. Wow. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. And then when she was like, are you going to like kiss and hug and talk about your deep connection? And he goes, I don't know. And she's like, just say no. 
I'm like, you're sick. Just say, I, he was trying to be like, I'm going to like look her in the eye and finally tell her. Yeah. Cause like, she deserves to know the truth. He's just yeah. like not, he's not okay. The sex thing infuriate, infuriates mm-hmm. me. Like she has told you so many times how she will have sex with you and it's an emotional connection and he wants to go skydiving and eat mushrooms. Like he does not care. No. And, and I think like, I like appreciated what she said when she was like, okay, like if you're unhappy, like we could have worked it out. Like we could have gone to couples therapy. Like I was ready to do that. And he kept trying to like twist the reality of the situation on camera so that we would take his side. Yeah. And I love that. She was like, you were already fucking my friend. When you said that you were already fucking my friend when you did that, like, what are you actually talking about? And then when she said, oh my God, when she like was crying, was like, I would have like followed you anywhere. I would have changed anything you didn't like, which leads me to believe that Ariana, and she's been open about how insecure she is like throughout the years. But like in the early stages of their relationship, I thought she was like so confident and cool. And it like absolutely breaks my heart that like someone this like beautiful and fun and cool has been feeling so bad about herself for so long that she was willing to change anything about herself just for Tom. God, that is so true. I know. I mean, I just finished season five and I think she gets like I'm just kind of noticing like bits and pieces more of like her, you know, talking a lot about her depression and her issues with body image. And like, and then it just kind of all makes sense that like with her toxic relationship too, in the past that like, this has been like their relationship has been clouded because of her own stuff. And he takes advantage of that. Yeah. And when he said, it's not about looks, it's like, why even bring that up? We screamed, screamed. I can't believe he even went there. How horrible. It's like, what are you insinuating that Raquel is like so much hotter than Ariana and it's not about that? Like, fuck you. Fuck you. That's like, 100% what he was trying to do. Yeah. To and clearly it's not about look. Sorry. Don't mean to like bully or whatever, but, but tr- you have Ar- Ariana, I have like honestly never been so sexually attracted to a woman. Oh, yeah. Ariana's really got a great pole contest. She really has. Like, when she there's came- something about her. <laughs> something I was about just her. like, oh. Yeah. She's a hot little thing. Oh, yeah. She really is. So I'm just like, you fucking fool. Cool. I know. I saw her over the weekend at a music festival. You guys oh, are like, uh uh-uh. She was just like heaven. Yes. I she saw her in the there. VIP section and I was like, I need to know who from Vanderpump Rules is going to be here. And I'm friends with her friend Logan. So like I've seen them around before. And I, when I ran into them, I was like, I knew you guys would be here. And she looked so fucking happy. And she was in a hot pink like jumpsuit and she looked uh, so cute. And they were having a great time. No, I think she was just with some friends, but yeah, she's dating that hot guy now, which I am a little wary of. I have to be honest. We're all protective of her. Of course. Um, but he seems nice. I mean, even if it's just like a fling where she's like getting laid and feels hot, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Same. That's kind of like what I hope it is. And that she has some time to breathe. She found out about this two months ago, right? Yeah. So like, this is going to take years for her to fully process and heal from like, Two months is like you were still. I thought that last night after I watched what happened live, I was like, she probably went home and like, you know, like it's just it's not like she's feeling amazing still, even with yeah. all this attention and the love. Like, it still feels like shit. I know, and it's also like it would be devastating enough if this happened like privately, like to an everyday person. But then the thought of like the weight of like the world and America finding out it's trending on Twitter and everyone has an opinion. And obviously everyone is like team Ariana, but like the fact that just everyone's energy coming at you, whether it's good or bad, I would imagine would just be so fucking overwhelming, especially if you're someone with anxiety and depression, which I also have, I would just like retreat into a cave. 
It's a lot. I can't believe that, like, how she's doing it. I know. And then to watch the scene next where he goes over to Schwartz's house and collapses in his arms. Like, we need to talk about it. The remorse he felt for Schwartz and none for Ariana was, oh, my God. Disgusting. Trash. Trash. Like, he was so concerned for their business. And, you know, I have to admit something that's really dark about my brain. I, there was a split second where I was like, oh, I do kind of feel bad for Schwartz. And my friend was like, no, Hannah, he knew the whole fucking time. You don't, don't be bamboozled. And I was like, you're I right. You're right. Schwartz sometimes where I'm like, I kind of do see. And then I'm like, no, no, he's playing that like nice guy. Mm-hmm. He is so evil because of that, because he has no backbone. And it's like, well, so who, who do you think is the more evil Tom Schwartz or Sandoval? That's a really good question. Okay. I mean, his wedding. I, I honestly, like, I have to remember that likable and evil or like likability does not mean that Schwartz is not evil. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think like on the surface, likable, I think Schwartz has always been more likable, but I do think what's so insidious and dark about Schwartz is that he's never going to acknowledge the fucked up things that he's said and done. And yeah. that's almost scarier than someone like Sandoval, who's just like giving Disney villain at all times. Disney villain. Truly. So Disney villain is He reminds me of like, is it, um, well, they're both like Pierce. What's their name? Pain and Panic. From Wait, the- I'm literally dying laughing because so on my podcast, you know, you love us that I co-host with my friend Tyler. We did an episode where we cast the Vanderpump Rules people as Disney characters. Oh, my God. And it literally came out today. And I I also gave them Pain and Panic. I was like, I want to give Sandoval Jafar for aesthetics, but I like <laughs> Jafar too much. And that is spot on. That's <laughs> spot on. But that's a good point. It's like, who is the more evil one? The one that pretends not to be or the one that is so and it might be the one that pretends I think that they're both equally evil honestly and that they will be ride or die forever it's very just to each other yeah yeah and you know Danny made a good point on everything iconic um about the business and how like he's like we're supposed to be made to feel bad about the business but the fact is is like anyone who was like working on this restaurant with them knew that they were like getting in bed business-wise with these dum-dums who have made a career out of being dum-dums on reality TV. So like, no, I'm not going to feel bad for people who consciously made that choice and invested in these yoo-hoos. That's a great point. Like you've seen them cheat on their disrespect women, cheat on their spouses. Mm -hmm. And that's like, Lisa was not hard enough on Sandoval. The fact that she was like, I know you're, you did a bad thing, but you're not a bad person. I'm like, I don't know. He's cheated mm-hmm. on multiple women, multiple times. Like I would say that's not a great person. No, absolutely not. I don't think he's ever had a girlfriend that he didn't cheat on. I, I agree. How long do you think he knew? Like, do you think he's known the entire time about sure. Raquel and, and, and Sandoval? I do. I think he knew the morning after it happened because I don't think Sandoval could resist the urge to brag to Schwartz about how he banged Raquel. Cause I'm sure that they were like doing locker room talk about how fucking hot Raquel is, which again, like with peace and love, I don't really see it, but <laughs> like, I'm sure they were just like, she's so fucking hot and she's a lot younger. So I think there's a level of like social cachet with that too. And so I think the morning after he was like, fuck Raquel last night. Like, I think he was so excited. That was also a great Wait, Sandoval. Did, what is he, does he admit that he, I now forget what he said last night. He said that he knew about the one night stand. But then he's like, but I didn't know it like went further than that. Yeah, I'm like, please. Sure, Jan. Yeah. And sure, Jan. And also Sandoval was 
telling an inconsistent story on camera, even in just the finale, like, cause mm -hmm. he went to Schwartz's and he's like, okay, like we kissed after boys night. But then later Ariana's like, no, they fucked in her car after boys night. And I had to let him in the house. Piece I of shit didn't even have his keys. And is that after Charlotte died? Yes. Like, did they put her down like that fucking day? I, I believe it was like either that day or like then it was within days, if not. Yeah. And that is disgusting because at that point, Charlotte was like just as much as Sandoval's dog as it was Ariana's. Yeah. And that is, that's a whole other level of sickness. That's so true. I didn't think about that where it's like, like when I had to put my cat down last year, my fiance, Jake, like was so distraught, like couldn't breathe. Like, <gasps> like, cause it was like our cat together at that point, even though I had had her for like seven years, I can't imagine like what human being with a heart is like, oh my God, we lost a family member. My girlfriend of 10 years is distraught. I'm yeah. distraught. How do you go out and have sex with somebody under those conditions? I'm a true sociopath. That I mean, there's a chip missing there. We're both yeah. many chips, many a chip, many a chips. It's many a chip. So what what did you think about the conversation with Sandoval and Raquel in her weird lit room? Like, why do I hate that apartment so like, much? Love in there. And also Graham was like jumping on shorts, but I, or Sandoval, but I think he was trying to get out of the apartment, like get me out of here. He's like, I'm not going <laughs> to be anywhere else, anywhere here. else. Literally. It's like Graham blink twice. If you're safe. Also, it's like, <laughs> that's a studio. Like they've probably fucked in front of Graham and Graham's like, I don't like what I've seen. This man. And Graham's like, get a mic on me. I have things to say. It's <laughs> <laughs> truly things to say. Yeah. What do you need to mic the dogs? Um, what did you think? What were you, what were you feeling? I think it was in contrast of that look of hatred that you were talking about that he gave Ariana next to the look he gave Raquel, which was like a fox about to like eat a small rabbit. Like it was so fucked up and scary. Yeah. And like seeing them like act coupley on camera, like legitimately made me sick to my stomach. And the fact that there was like absolutely no remorse. And another thing that was really dark to me was when they had the Coors Lights and the shots of whiskey, because I remember a specific time in my life where I was obsessed with a man and I would have drank any drink he liked just to impress him. I said last night, she was like, it's like that time in your life where you're just like, I'm a cool girl. Like, give shot me, like Coors. I'll just like do anything. So they are 40 years old. Cut it out with the Coors Light. Like, anything. Do something above 4% alcohol. I cannot. And she had an entire Coors Light like in her fridge when she opened it. That's all that was in there. Dark. It was just like a 12-pack of Coors Light. Dark. Probably I just know. I know. Probably for like when he comes over. Also, like this is just some like boots on the ground. And I've said this on podcast before. So listeners, sorry if this is redundant. Mm -hmm. I saw them in the wild in Valley Village and they were drinking whiskey shots and Miller Lights. And he was like crying. And she was like, mm -hmm. this like yeah, they were together and Joe was there and one of his like bandmates was there. So are Joe and Schwartz dating? Schwartz wasn't there, but I think so because I think Joe from, I mean, she was extremely chaotic. Even in the brief moments I observed her, she was just like the loudest person in the room and was like doing a lot. Yeah. And I was like, you're fucking annoying and like over the top. Um, And so I feel like it would make sense that if she and Schwartz were already at least hooking up that now it's like, Oh great. The four of them can hang out. Cause Joe doesn't give a fuck about anyone else. Like no. she's willing to befriend Raquel and Raquel's probably just like, cool. Someone wants to be my friend. One exactly. To me. Yeah. The whole, like, hmm, I didn't like her disposition. I mean, when she said, I love you too. Oh, Oh, they had said that to each other before. Yeah. Okay. 
But like, I think he clearly was like, the look on his face was like, you weren't supposed to say that on camera. They're like, we can't kiss. Yeah. We can't. But then I'm sure Raquel was like, but I do want to talk about how like, I'm worried that like, you're going to do this to me. Yeah. So that I seem like I have a fucking brain cell. Yeah. When they were sitting on the couch and he was like taking her face and looking at that cut. And she's like, it does hurt really bad. She's like, yeah, she did punch me. And he's like, yeah, she just said on the phone, I fucking punched that bitch. And I'm like, you both corroborated this. Like, shut up. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't think I was expecting anything better than how they acted. I I mean, you go. No, no, you go, Hannah. (laughs) I just, yeah, I mean, I was chilled to my core by like how cavalier they seemed about the whole thing and the yeah the fact that she said I just can't get over how cringy and embarrassing it is that she said I love you too and he was like I said they love you <laughs> and do you think his family really does love her or do you think that's a lie have they met uh, well yes because she went to St. Louis right well also Sandoval's family has not reached out to Ariana she said on watch what happens live and that is disgusting nine years together I can't even fucking imagine. If I was his mother, I would like text her and be like, sweetie, I'm so sorry. Like, are you okay? Like, literally, I'm sorry I ever brought this thing. Person in- into the world. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we talk about the, sorry, going back to the scratch on on Rachel's eyebrow. I, my sister and I got physical as children mm-hmm. and my sister had paper thin nails and she would scratch the shit out of me. And I bring this up because I don't think an acrylic nail with a square tip is capable of digging into the skin like that. Oh, she's investigating. It's, I like it. I agree. It's like the acrylic has like some thickness. That's not yes. Hard. Yes. Oh, and it is a square nail and it kind of like has like a little curve to it. So it's not going to go. So what do you think happened? I look. I think these people are sick. I, what if Raquel just went, uh, scratched herself? I could see it. I, yeah, what if she scratched herself? Because Sheena just said that she pushed her, right? She said she pushed her and she like flipped into a wall or something like that. I would have loved to see it. Would have loved to see I it. I know. I wish I could see Sheena go full Maddie Perez on Raquel. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, how much money would you pay to like have seen that, like be on the street when that happened? Take my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> Just take, take my firstborn child. Yeah, literally. Like if, you oh, know. Man. Well, speaking of Sheena, I'm so proud. So proud. Talk. I mean, years of her being trolled on this show. Mm-hmm. I like kind of being the butt of the joke. She's always been like, I think, beloved, but because people are like, oh, Sheena, oh, you. And to have an episode where she was truly like in control, powerful, strong, was such a good friend. I mean, and she looked incredible. She um, amazing. Has never looked better in her entire life. I just, I, I couldn't be happier for her. She said all of the right things. I know. And she really felt it. Like yeah. she was, I mean, because we were talking about this last night. Like when these kind of things happen, like she lost three people that are family to her in like a second. Like she, or three, two. 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 Oh, well, short. Shorts too. Like she, all of a sudden in a blink of an eye, you're like, all these people are monsters. And I did not think that they were. Like yeah. really sucks for their wedding photos to have Raquel and Sandoval in them. That well, sucks. she is replaced. Oh yeah. Did I, you see the photo that she- Lala? <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Like not even commenting about it, just doing it. Like I, I support that. And just I, you know, I loved what she said where she was like, then you should have flown her mom in, flown Jeremy in, and like we would have been there. Using the depression excuse is so fucking sick 
It's so sick. Oh, what would she have done if I told like that is that man has never known struggle. No, Mm -mm. no. And it's disgusting. Also, I do have to mention Brock has really been promoting Loverboy. Every time I see him, he's wearing Loverboy merch. Wait, really? He was wearing a Loverboy t-shirt on that one. And I definitely saw some Loverboy hats or something this season as well. Sheena posted with Kyle Cook last night on her story. They're really feeling So maybe there's a little... Well, something there. Well, I mean, that is how we got Summer House was through Vanderpump Rules. So, right. Oh my God. I wonder if they like invested in Loverboy or something. They did. Oh my God. Isn't Loverboy going through a tough time? Like, didn't he just lose a bunch of money or something? Oh, shit. I've been meaning to order their um, espresso martinis. I want to try them. (laughs) We tried them. Okay. Um, We also had some. I had the tea um, lemonade, and the more I drink it, the more I liked it. We got the new variety pack before the concert last weekend and some better than others, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. never, it's never great, but mm-hmm. it's, it's good. Yeah. That's a bummer. So espresso martini wasn't, it wasn't good. Uh, um, it, what is that aspartame taste? That fake sugar. Yeah. But I, I support them. We I also didn't have it over ice, right? We had it on the beach. Yeah. I think like you put, like, maybe if you put it in a martini shaker, get it super cold, it'd be a different story, but it's very sweet. Yeah. But doesn't that like defeat the purpose? You know what I mean? Like it should be good out of the can. I really wish, you know, I don't really enjoy Bethany Frankel anymore, like at all, but I would trust her to put an espresso martini in a bottle on the market and have it actually be good. Yes, I agree with that. She is, you know, she's good at what she does. Bethany's doing the most right now on TikTok. Help her. Help take her. her phone away. Please. Like Bryn. Bryn, take it away. Something, but now Bryn's loving it too. I know Bryn is really loving it. <laughs> Prayers for Bryn. Uh, Prayers for Bryn always thinking of her also with the to go back to the sheena and sandoval conversation so we confirmed miami girl (gasps) which i think we did all know yeah but it's just tough to hear out loud and it's tough to hear ariana admit like yes we knew we had an agreement i wanted to because i think everything that she has done to protect him is to really protect her own integrity of not wanting people to think that she is weak and she is stupid and to not look like a fool. And so she yeah. these like extreme choices to make herself just look stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, look, I think there have been moments, especially if you watch it back where Ariana was, I hate to say it, giving kind of pick me girl energy where it's like, I'm going to yeah. eat a steak with my hand and let the oh, blood I run down my butt. And it's kind of, it's like the NASCAR thing. I'm like, did you really, do you like NASCAR or does Sandoval like NASCAR? Like, I think a lot of the choices she made were based on like what would look hot to Sandoval. And I'm sure that when she was like, I will defend you and lie to everyone for you. He probably was like, that's so fucking hot. Like you're you're so cool. Kristen would have never done that. Yes. Like he fully wormed his way into her psyche. And I do think, yeah, it has to really fucking suck now to be like, yeah, I, gaslit a woman on national television um for Sandoval who didn't give a fuck about me the whole time yeah no. I mean she admits that she said I would have changed anything so I think her whole relationship she was just on edge of being like does he like this will yeah. this make me sexier you know do you think that he and Billy Lee slept together of course I think so too I and it's just like wild we were all rooting for you you know and to do that sick Billy Lee is the host who's trans yes Okay. Tess is just now meeting her. Yes. I haven't mm. really gotten there yet. When did they sleep together? I think it was probably around season six. I was going to say, I bet it was pretty early on. Yeah. Because when Sandoval's talking to Sheena in the finale, he admits to doing, what What does he admit to? Of how many other times he's cheated he on He said her? one other time, which, okay. 
if you do it once, you do it a thousand. I mean, I truly do believe that. Like, well, and I think, was it Lala who said, this is mm-hmm. so comfortable that you're doing it with her best friend? Yes. So you've done I, this. I loved that logic. Also, Lala looked so fucking hot with her slick back bun and like sweatsuit. Yes. Lala and I share a very similar birth chart and that mm. is scary to me. Um, and <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> all That's same. exciting. It's Wait, lot. speaking of Lala, I heard recently on Lala's podcast that Raquel, I, did you see the never before scene um, of Raquel in per- about to purchase the lightning bolt necklace from last week, trying to be like, well, you give us a discount if we post. Oh, and, and the women are like, oh yeah, of course. So we, we always do that for you. Yeah. And I, I've heard through the grapevine that she's cheap. And then I heard on Lala's podcast that she, Lala paid her a thousand dollars for maybe an hour and a half of work for the Bambi eyed bitch palette, like shoot, forgive them Lala beauty. And Raquel agreed. And then later on, like, was like, you underpaid me for this. So like Raquel's also cheap on top of everything else. Sorry. I took us off track. Oh, no, no, no. That's no, important please. information. Raquel has the energy of when you're out um, like to a movie and someone gets you a Diet Coke and then the next day Raquel would text you being like, hey, by the way, um, can I have MU350? Yeah. She has that energy, which yes. it's tough. is one of the toughest traits I think you can really have. Don't invite her to the birthday dinner. She's going to be like, but I didn't even eat anything. So why should I have to pay for your martini? You do such a good Raquel too. Oh Man, you really do. Oh, Can you do a Schwartz impression? Oh, like this, that's like more like this. Like it's just kind of like in the front of your mouth. You said, like, Bubba, no, like it's, you, you've been, you've been, what did he call her? You've been a provocateur. It's a lot of like, it's all in like the front of the mask from I a theater kid standpoint. It's like one big, big boy word, like an episode. You can tell he's just like, oh, I got that one right. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. Truly, I cannot wait for Tess to meet the triplets. Oh my god! Oh, I saw them at the wedding. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Just oh. like on season five, I was like, just wait for the triplets. Oh, to come that along. was a really eye-opening and scary moment on the show. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Bert, Billy, and Brandon. Maybe yeah. I think. Well, also, we just found out about the reason. Allegedly, the- are right? you take it there? Is it too dark? I think it's a little dark. Why the why his dad wasn't there or his mom? Wait, why his dad wasn't? Yeah, there? why his dad didn't fly at the wedding? Yeah, allegedly, I think on Reddit, our friend yeah said that they have a restraining order. Right? Like the mom and dad, like the mom has a restraining order against the dad. Oh shit! Yeah, and it explains a lot of behavior. Oh, I was well, gonna say if his dad's like toxic enough that Schwartz's mom has a restraining order against him, then it's like yeah, Schwartz, perhaps you should seek help. Like literally, and I Perhaps. think that's why he goes into like a baby voice and says, Baba, Baba, every time there's conflict around. Wow. Oh my God. When he in the episode came to Katie's and he's like, Look at the dogs fresh out of this land. I was like, You're so fucking annoying. So shocking. I cannot. Also, his chart is, um, oh, he is Libra in like every single position. And that's too much Libra. He's so conflict avoidant. Oh, shit. No, just call us Allie. Uh, literally. But how did Allie not pick up on that, though? Well, it, it will all come. Yeah. Come out at one point. It will. The truth will reveal itself. It sure will. Really. Well, God, I mean, so what are your, you know, what do you think is going to happen next season? Who's mm-hmm. going to be invited back? What do you think should happen, I guess? Like, I was thinking, I can't even. I'm scared. I'm scared, too. I mean, it's hard to say before this explosive three-part reunion happens, but 
I think if they're smart, they will stick with the exact same cast. They're not going to fucking shake anything up. The one thing that I'm disappointed about is not as much Charlie this season. And I do like Charlie's like scrappy, like unapologetically cunty energy. Yes. And she will tell it how it is, like how she told Raquel, like that is a fucked up thing to do. And I respect that. Mm. Yeah. And then like even and then, yeah, I love Charlie because she can defend Raquel and Havasu and be like, what the fuck is that supposed to mean, Christina? What are you saying? And then also be like, Raquel, that's shitty. Like, Good friend. Yeah. 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 So we need Charlie because she's a truther. So I would say they shouldn't change the cast. They should bring back Charlie. I will say, like, I think the biggest thing with all these Bravo shows is like when people aren't willing to film together. And Ariana did say, like, I'm never going to forgive either of them. So it's like, is the cast going to be divided? And if so, what would that show look like? Because it's like, well, we need them in one room for the conflict to be there. So that's my biggest fear is that like it's going to be team everyone else and then those three losers and we're just not going to get to see them interact that's a scary point right which it's like that's fine for two episodes but you can't do a whole season that way right ariana would give like the producers an ultimatum probably but like they'd be like But Ariana also has more opportunities than literally ever. Unfortunately, I mean, it's sad that it's because of this, but like she has more fan love than ever before. She has more like opportunity than ever before. So I could also see her being like, well, fuck, I have to find a way to like preserve my mental health. And also like the show has never been better. So like maybe I should ride this out a little. I mean, she just had to sell her house, which I think there was some financial stress there. I don't remember exactly what was going on there. So I'm like, Ariana, get your bag. Like, It'll yeah. be okay. Like Raquel probably, do you think she wouldn't come back? Because she is so, I mean, but she's so thirsty for fame. Like, but she's been getting like death threats That's true. and like being followed and people being like, you don't, you know, That's Raquel, scary. She's not like, well, so maybe she's like, I need more of it. And I need to prove my point. Or I, next season. I mean, she is like confirmed, like in a mental health facility right now, which for a while I thought was just for PR because she did a lot of dumb shit for PR um so but like I so like as a human I'm like I mean I think the best thing after this would be for her to retreat and just like move to like Montana and do some equine assisted therapy and like keep it moving that would be perfect for her yeah I think Raquel really does have a horse girl somewhere inside her and I would love for her to like explore that identity um but I I don't Okay, so like going back to the like rumor that Raquel is, or I mean, she showed us that Raquel is cheap or like financially concerned. I could also see her being like, but what the fuck am I going to do for a living on the other side of this? So I could see her being tempted by like the financial aspect of being on the show and like, yeah, the fame. What else does she have? And I really think she thinks she can come back from this. Like I can see her being like, I just need to go on the show and like tell my side of the story of it and show my life. Yeah. More. If she thinks, if she thought she could get away with the shit for seven months, she thinks that she can get away with anything. Yeah. Like that's true. And she's probably like looking at someone like Stasi who got like canceled, being like, "Well, Stasi came back and she's doing good. I could do it too." I mean, also, I'm like, you don't have the like personality that Stasi has, unfortunately, and also like. I think um, I, I had a point and I lost it, but you get what I mean. No, I know. I also, in my opinion, I don't think that they should bring Jax and Kristen back. I feel like we don't know what we're asking for if we bring that back. You know? No. no. That anymore. I think the time is, it's 
if chapter is closed. I've heard a rumor that like Jax and Brittany like are coming back for sure, but I, but it hasn't been like publicly confirmed. But I think they're really testing the waters with that like Jax and Brittany rewatch that no one fucking asked for. Nobody wants that. No. Botox that man has participated in is shocking. Do you remember how hot he was like season one before we knew what a monster he was? Yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember? Yeah. We were literally like, oh, poor guy. Like Stassi's such a monster. I'm like darked out by my own internalized misogyny at that time. It's, it was really tough to watch first season and just be <laughs> yeah. like, am I okay? Why do I feel this way? Why do I like- yeah. They, but they knew what they were doing. Also, like, to be fair, like it, we didn't, we only, we didn't know what we didn't know, you know? Yeah, but I think like if Jackson and Brittany come back, like I, they're not going to want to show their relationship being messy either. No, they're not. Yeah, they have a kid. God, God help that child. Oh, crazy, crazy, crazy. I think they like like to be like, oh, we we're now like the parents of the group. Who, like, yes, they're gonna be like, we figured it out. Like we have our shit together. And I'm like, a of all, I don't think you ever really will. And B of all, if you're not willing to show like your whole ass on this show, like be gone. Oh, we don't God. need I it. Fear for, I fear for season 11. I do too. I, I know. I'm nervous. I feel like it's like we've reached the peak and like, I'm like, where else can we go but down? I mean, like, also, I don't need to hear Britney's shrill like, <laughs> like, I don't need to hear that ever again. Rotten hell. I'm taking the dogs. Rotten hell. Yeah, I I agree. But it could be see, fun to see them dating these people that are single now. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. The Don. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind if the Don came back. You know, I love their relationship right now. I feel like they're just like so platonic, actually, but they have a love for each other. Lala and the Don. Do they hook up? They have hooked up. Yeah. And Lala's like, I squirted everywhere. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good for her. You know? Yeah. Well, I hope she's happy. I do. I do too. Oh, God, this has been amazing. Oh my God. I had so much fun. I literally could talk to you for three more hours. Hey, what we will be doing all day. It's true. Well, we do ask our guests uh, one question every time. So if you could smoke a joint with anyone in history, dead or alive, who would it be? Shit. This is really hard. It, it can also be a Bravo if you want to like, you know, it could be. Yeah. Whatever. Oh my you- God. Can I just give you two answers for different reasons? Yes. Okay, so in the Bravo universe, I would love to smoke a joint with Kelly Clore and Ben Simone. Because I think <laughs> the shit that would come out of her mouth would be insane. And, yeah, and I would just be like, yeah, girl, totally. Yes. Stunning. Great answer. And then the other celebrities, I don't know why. I feel like, okay, wait, no, I just changed my answer. I was going to say Freddie Mercury, but now I have to say Billy Joel because I just want to have like an old man joint with like a sexy old man like Billy Joel. Oh yeah, play some piano. Yeah, like I just want to like get high with him and like tickle the ivories. Oh, I love that. And you know, perhaps Kelly could join as well. And the three of you guys could have a time that you would never be able to describe to anyone. Oh my God, totally. That's like my, I'll know that I went to heaven if the pearly gates open and it's just Billy Joel, Kelly, Ben Simone and like a fatty joint. If you don't mind, if we could join that circle. Please, even for- You're invited. Oh, And is there anything you want to promote or shout out? Where can we find you? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun talking with you. 
Um, and y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter and Hannah A. Brown zero on TikTok. And there's a link in my bio with, you know, my LTK and all those goodies. And also I co-host a podcast with my friend Tyler Meredith called, you know, you love us. It's a gossip girl recap podcast. And we also dabble in like pop culture and, you know, shenanigans. So check it out. We will be listening to that. And yes, everyone go give Hannah a follow. So funny. Yeah. We're just going to put this out there today and you know, yeah. 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 See what happens. See what happens. And oh. let's go to um. Uh, see you next Tuesday That's right. on June thirteenth. We'll. Uh, I literally. I'm adding it to my Google Calendar right now. I can't wait. We'll. Uh, we'll email you. Yes. Immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank, Thank you. you. This was so fun. Yeah.